Welcome to the Resurgence Audio Podcast. Resurgence is a community platform for spiritual development, and we're so glad that you're taking the time to tune into this episode. Our hope is that today's episode helps you in your spiritual journey to be inspired, to grow, and ultimately to learn to live as God intended. For more info on the Resurgence platform, please find the link in the description to get on the waiting list for the launch of the platform. Once you're on the waiting list, you'll receive weekly updates by email on how we're progressing with the development of the platform, including its eventual launch date. Thanks once again for tuning in. Welcome back to the Resurgence Podcast. My name is Ben Richard, and I am the lead communicator here at Resurgence. This is episode eight, and the title of today's episode is A Time of Sabbath. So I watched a reel on Instagram recently where an interviewer walked up to a random person on the street and asked him a question. He asked, if I were to give you a million dollars right here, right now, would you take it? And the person said, yeah, of course I would. And then the interviewer said, well, what if I gave you a million dollars right here, right now, but on the condition that your life will end in a week? Would you still take the million dollars? And the person said, no, I wouldn't. I'd choose life. I think most of us would answer in the same way. And this is because we know that to have life is more valuable than to have riches and wealth. Isn't it ironic, however, that while most people believe that life is more valuable than riches and wealth, Most people will spend their lives trying to gain more riches and wealth. Why would you spend what is more valuable on trying to attain what is less valuable? It's probably because people believe that riches and wealth will add more meaning and happiness to their lives. Let's be honest, there's hardly anyone on this planet, not even you or I, that would say no to the prospect of being rich. Having more money means we can afford a better lifestyle have nicer things, live with financial security, stability, and satisfaction for the moment. But momentary satisfaction only means that that moment will pass, and then we will need more to satisfy us. This is scripture in 3 John 1, verse 2, where the Apostle John writes, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, just as your soul prospers. God is not against you and I having riches and prosperity, but he is against us having it at the expense of our soul prospering. Jesus, in the same sentiment, said, What does it profit a man if he gains the whole world but loses his soul? Is anything more valuable than the soul? Your soul is made up of three things, your mind, both conscious and subconscious, your will, meaning your decision-making capacity, and your emotions. If you find yourself living with stress, worry, fear, anxiety, fatigue, being emotionally drained and constantly consumed by the ways in which you can make more money, you have sacrificed the health of your soul for the wealth of this world. And that is what God warns us about. We have spent what is more valuable on the acquisition 
of what is less valuable. Now please hear me when I say this. You should work hard. You should believe to achieve prosperity. You should desire to live well. You should put in the time, energy, and focus to do these things. But do it God's way, putting Him first, seeking His kingdom first, and all those things will be added to you. So how do we do that? The simple answer is, we do it by choosing life. So what do I mean? In Deuteronomy chapter 30, verses 19 to 20, it says this, Today, I have given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice that you will make. Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live. And you can make this choice by loving the Lord your God, obeying Him, and committing yourself firmly to Him. This is the key to your life. To choose between life and death is to choose between blessings and curses. The first place in the Bible we can see God creating a pattern for us to follow is in Genesis chapter 2, verses 2 to 3. This is what it says. It says, By the seventh day, God had finished the work that he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. The first mention of the word holy in the Bible is when God called the seventh day holy. He worked during the other six days, but on the seventh day, he rested from all the work. Now, there are three indisputable points I want to make based on this concept of resting on the seventh day. The first point is that I think it's safe to assume that God did not rest on the seventh day because he was tired. Therefore, when we make the excuse, I'll only rest when I'm tired, it's not a good enough excuse to live by. The second point is that God blessed the seventh day. So, who do you think is the recipient of that blessing? Is it the sun that rises and sets? Is it the earth that revolves on that day? No, it isn't. It's a blessing for those who live on the seventh day, resting as God did. The third point is that God called the seventh day holy. The word holy means to be set apart. The seventh day is, in essence, to be lived differently apart from all the other days. It is one day in the week that God has called us to stop all work and spend time with Him, spend time with our loved ones, and spend time in fellowship with other believers. It's a day where we reflect on the week gone by, we refuel our energy for the week ahead, and we reconnect with God and with others. I want you to consider looking at the way that you spend your time every week. Many of us will say that we take a day off because we're not in the office or at work, but even though our bodies aren't there, it doesn't mean that our hearts and our minds have left. We can sometimes be at home with our family or at church with other believers, but our minds are still consumed by that upcoming deadline or the work that we left half done. Or we may feel pressured to impress the boss, to put in extra work on the seventh day, thinking that if only we can impress the boss, we will be rewarded for it. Well, if God comes first in your life, how would anyone know? 
I think it's also worth considering that by making sure you take one day off in a week as a Sabbath rest, it'll be a testimony to others of your faith in God. But it'll also mean that God will bless you for it, as stated in the scriptures. A man or woman that may seem to work less because they honor God's word, but yet they outperform and do better at work during the week, is already someone who others aspire to be like. And that man or woman is also seen as being blessed and favored by God. If you want to spend your time each week in a way that benefits you spiritually, emotionally, mentally, and physically, consider guarding your time one day a week, setting it apart to rest, reflect, refuel, and reconnect. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the gift of rest. I thank you for setting the example for us to follow since the dawn of time. I'm reminded even when I look at all that is living in nature, all that you've created lives in the rhythm of work and rest. The life can be so full of busyness and uncertainty. I've been guilty of trying to make things happen in my own strength and not the strength that I otherwise would have received from the rest that you call me to. In resting, I want to trust you. I want to trust you with the week ahead, that there would be greater output from my work, better connections with others, more opportunity provided by your generous hand and a better state of well-being for me personally. Forgive me if I have lived in a way that has led me to worry, be anxious, or even feel fatigued because of the lack of rest in my life. From this day forward, Give me the grace to always choose life. My life with you is more important and more valuable than anything the world can give me. I thank you for your mercies that meet me every morning and your grace that empowers me each day. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, that wraps it up for today's episode. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in. God bless you. Have an amazing day and I'll be back with you tomorrow. Same time, same place.